Do you dread the start of a new day because you know the chaos is going to ensue? That as soon as the alarm clocks go off, the day is going to start with noise and commotion, and then the inevitable uphill battle of motivating your kids to do their schoolwork while the toddler is walking around in just his underwear that is inside out and on backwards. Does that sound familiar to you? There is a cure. Plan for your day so your kids know what to do and you get to keep your your sanity. Hey moms, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show where we get to join together and talk about all things momtrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important one, keeping your sanity. I am Jody the Mom from lifeunbox.blog. If you have been watching this content and enjoying it, please let today be the day that I earn your like and subscription to the channel. Or if you're listening to the podcast, be sure to subscribe over there as well. Remember, I would love to hear your questions that you just can't seem to get answered. So let's get into this. It can be so frustrating to trying to find the right rhythm for everyone. It can feel like searching for a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You hope it's there, but doubtful that you will ever find it. Trust me, mom, you are not alone. We've all experienced the pulling out of our hair trying to figure out how to plan for the day so everyone is on the same page. All right, so before we dive in into the actual how-to, let's talk about some of the benefits of planning for your day. So kids, especially young kids, thrive on routine. So developing a plan for the day provides consistency and security in your home. So there's two things that I am going to show you in case you're listening to the podcast just to help with this. Okay. So this is the first thing, especially for young kids. This is a visual schedule and basically it has magnets and you can kind of put them in a order of what comes next. Now, when my kids were in daycare, they always had um, a schedule very similar to this and it was just so helpful. So kids could look to see Uh, what is coming next, what they finished. So then they can visually see in case they're not reading that, um, all right, lunch comes next. I need to do this next or, you know, what have you. It also helps them um, connect uh, pictures with letters and words. So that's another bonus of the visual schedule. So developing a plan for the day provides consistency and security in your home. And here was a great resource that talks about the importance of routine in childhood. And as always, I will leave the um, link in the description below. So planning for your day um, builds expectations and it sets boundaries. So this allows kids to relax and function in a secure environment, which I think is something we all want. Okay, the second benefit is that it creates habits. 
Planning for your day helps your kids create habits and routines. If they know right after breakfast that they brush their teeth, then the routine becomes a daily habit. So what? think about what are some of the habits that you want your kids to create. Start adding them in at specific times throughout the day. The third benefit of planning your day is you don't need to keep saying the same things over and over and over and over. Okay, you get the idea. We do, as moms, we do a lot of repeating to our kids. I usually end up having to t- tell them that what dinner, what we're having for dinner at least five different times throughout the day. And it's not six because the baby can't talk yet. So there are certain things that you probably say to your kids every day. If your kids know what to do and what comes next, you will not be repeating the same things over and over every day. So reminder boards next to their desk will also help with this. So here is a sample reminder board. And basically, for those listening, it's just an Amazon Basics magnetic dry erase board. So uh, you can buy these anywhere on Amazon, at Walmart. You know, it's just a basic board, but it really helps to for your kids to set themselves up with reminders of what they need to do. Now, full disclosure... This one does not always work perfectly because they will still ask the same questions every day. Like, what's for dinner? But to a certain degree, they do know the routine, what comes next, and what is expected. So it does, having the routine does help to minimize the over and over again. So now that we've talked about the benefits and why you should plan for your day. Let's talk about how to plan for for the day. There are so many how-to posts about planning your ideal day. But let's be honest, it really isn't possible to plan the ideal day with a house full of kids and clients to juggle. My ideal day would involve lounging on the couch, scheduling what book to read next. This is the next one. But this is an an impossible day to plan, but it is still my ideal day. So this idea of ideal, I I find it lacking substance. Because if, like I said, if I were to plan my ideal day, it would be lounging on the couch, reading a stack of books. But that's not going to happen. So it is more honest to, to say, plan for the day. So your kids know what to do and you keep your sanity. So if you are struggling to figure out the schedule that works best for you, here are some steps to follow so that you can be the queen of your schedule. Number one, decide on the school work, school week. What do you want your school week to look like? Do you want it to be a four day school week and leave Friday for co-ops, electives and field trips? then schedule your week this way. Having a weekly schedule posted will also help your kids know what's going on. So something like this weekly magnetic board, Monday through Friday, or Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday, and extra space for notes, magnets, all sorts of markers. So this is a great schedule to have that all of your kids can see. So have that posted somewhere. 
And even if you decide not to do the fancy board, um, have it have it somewhere. Like all of my kids, they each have their own individual schedules in their binder or on their computer. So they know exactly what they are supposed to do. So you can do this. Electives, co-op classes, and field trips are all part of the school day. So if you want to do this once a week, then rock this schedule, mom. Or do you, to be the queen of your schedule, do you want a five-day-per-week uh, school week and leave the last Friday of the month for field trips? Or do you want to do school year-round and do six weeks on, one week off? Then do this. Whatever you decide, the most important thing is to make sure it works for you and your family. Number two, plan for time off, but also have a buffer for surprise days off. So look at your year before you start and decide what days you actually want to take off. So for us, we usually follow the local school schedule for major holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Few reasons. It's it's just easy to do because I have it all laid out for you. But also when I had different children in public school, I just aligned our time off with their time off with whichever child was in school at the time. But you also but I also plan special days off as well. Like my birthday, my husband's birthday, our anniversary, different days like that, because I don't want to have to deal with schoolwork on my birthday. We are also required to fill a certain number of days for school, so I make sure that all the days are complete before Memorial Day. And usually because the school around here will start in August, um, we'll go ahead and start then as well, and then we're usually done the first week in May. So it's really nice to have almost a full three months off for summer break. So number three to think about is when do you want your school day to start? Start your day at the same time every day because this will start building habits in your kids. There are certain things that need to be done every morning. So create the routine of doing these things so your kids know exactly what to do. For example, they get up, they get dressed, this one's fluid, eat breakfast, brush their teeth, start schoolwork. So I don't actually need to be in their presence um, to tell them to do all these things. They know this is the routine. So usually around this time, I also go get ready um, for the day. And so when I come back down, the expectation is that they are at their desk doing their schoolwork. And that is what they do. So if you do these same steps every day, your kids will get used to the routine, create good habits, and you can stop telling them what to do because they will know. Like I said, our day typically starts around 8 a.m. So when I had kids in school, it started at 7 a.m. because I had to get the child in school to school. But now that everyone is home, we start later. So this same schedule may not work for you. So find a time that works best for everyone. Number four, let your kids take responsibility for their schoolwork. Give your kids the freedom of responsibility. And I talk more about this in uh, another post called Homeschooling Multiple Grades. And I will leave the link for that post in the notes, whether you're watching or listening. So now, granted, this is age-dependent and kid-dependent. 
But if you can, let your kids take responsibility for their schoolwork. If they want to take multiple breaks between subjects, that's okay. The consequences will be that they finish their work much later, but they are responsible to complete it each day. So here is a sample schedule to help you start to plan for the day. So this is what works for us. And remember, find the schedule that works for you and your family. So if you visit the post at lifeunbox.blog, you can see the schedule if you're listening for my listeners so that you can have that vi- you can have the visual. So I decided to switch the majority of our book work to four days a week. This leaves Fridays for co-op and electives. So on the Fridays that we don't need to be anywhere, we sleep in. I don't work on Fridays. And the secret to not working on Fridays is you just start telling your clients that you're out of the office on Fridays. That's what, and it works. So because I don't work on Fridays and I am not a morning person, no matter how early I get up, I have have never become a morning person. So on Fridays that we don't have to be anywhere, I really like to take my time getting up. I like to lay in bed and drink my coffee and just really start the morning very slow. And so do the kids, whether they like it or not. (laughs) That's what they do as well, except for the coffee. So for the rest of the week, this is our typical schedule. So I usually get up between 5 and 5.30 and I start my work day. So normally between 5 and 6, I will work on stuff for my blog, whether it's posting links to social media or writing or getting scripts together or there's so many things um, to do for that. So I take that hour every morning to work on just my stuff. And then by six o'clock, I usually start working for a client, whatever I need to do. I have some pretty consistent ones that I work with consistently throughout the week instead of project-based. So that's what I will start with. At 8 a.m., the alarms go off. The kids get up, they make their beds, they get dressed, like I said, this one's fluid, and come downstairs. Uh, I also wake the baby up and I feed her. So when I wrote this, that was our schedule. I am actually have weaned her now. Yay! So um, I still wake her up, but then the kids will actually feed her breakfast instead of mom feeding her. So at 8.10, the kids eat breakfast and then brush their teeth right after. By 8.30, the kids start on their schoolwork. So I let them take responsibility for their work. This means they can decide how many breaks they want, within reason, so long as they get their work done. But with the first grader, he needs more direction to stay on task. But for the most part, it is up to them. So for the older kids, the responsibility falls on them. And for the most part, they do fine. I rarely have to interject on anything. But... Occasionally I do because I am still the mom. So occasionally we have to give some direction. So also at this time, uh, I get ready. So when I get up at five, I just get up. I don't do anything. I just get up and come downstairs and get my coffee and start working. So then at eight, um, ready for a break. So I will go upstairs myself. I will hop on the bike for 15 minutes and then I'll go ahead and go through the morning routine, you know, brushing your teeth, washing face, all that kind of stuff. 
So, and then my kid number two feeds the baby breakfast. At 9 a.m., I'm back to working again, and I also get the first grader started on his subjects. So there are a few subjects that he can do online, and so he has usually started on those already. So by the time I get down, those are done, and they don't require me grading or anything like that. So um, he's he does start those on his own. At 11, um, I'm usually, I take another break and feed the baby when I wrote this, but now we're done with this feeding. Yay! So... But I, so I would f- have, usually at 11, I would f- have fed her and put her down for a nap. At 12, it's lunchtime, 12, 1230. And the kids are responsible to get their own lunch and lunch for the younger siblings. So I decided, I would say a couple of years ago, that they were old enough to make their own peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and ones for their younger siblings. So lunch is totally on them. So by 1 p.m., the baby wakes up and kid number three feeds her lunch. At two, everyone is usually done with schoolwork, and so they can play games, go to the park, read books. It's free time. Um, The only thing we typically don't do is we don't do any uh, video games or watch videos. Now, this is not a hard and fast rule. There's always exceptions to everything. But typically during the week, um, we just don't allow video games or videos. And then usually by 2.30, I am done for the day as well. So this whole schedule, I went through the schedule just to give you an idea of um, how to structure yours. Uh, And I wanted to show you what our typical day looks like. There's always flexibility with the schedule and other things that we may do during the week. But knowing what comes next throughout the day helps the kids stay on task and it helps my work schedule and keeps things on track. And also, what is great is you can be the queen. Let's go back to that one. The queen of your own schedule. So really find what works for you. For example... Um, I have a good friend who also homeschools her kids, but getting up at five or five thirty because she struggles with insomnia is not something that she's willing to do because that's kind of like her peak of deep sleep. So that like she needs to sleep, obviously. And so uh, this schedule would not work for her. So her kids and um, her family, they get up later to accommodate the need for sleep. So how, whatever works for you, you are the queen of your schedule. So you can, you get to decide how to plan for your day. So what do you do? Is there something that you already do that really helps you plan for the day? So your kids know what to do and you keep your sanity. Let us know in the comments below. I am so glad you joined me today. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. I really, really appreciate your support. And remember to check out the Life Unboxed store for all of your mom boss merch. And if you use the coupon code SUPERMOM, you can save 20% off the entire store. So link is in the description below. Be sure to check it out. For more great mompreneur content, follow Life Unboxed on 
social media. That would be Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. And you can check out lifeunbox.blog or download the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends. I will see you in the next video. Oh, my God.